What is up? I'm your host, Gabby, and welcome to the Ship My Roommate Says podcast. Come vibe with my guests and I as we share our stories and open up about the taboo topics that roam around in most people's minds. All right. Welcome back to the Ship My Roommate Says podcast. I'm your host, Gabby, and I am saying welcome after a little break that was very needed after some much, much excessive stress was placed on me. And I am very excited for this new episode. I get to introduce Miss Diane. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. So welcome. (laughs) welcome to the show ma'am I am so excited to have you I know you are a newcomer to the SMRS familia and we are so excited to have you excited to be here girl (laughs) so the way we like to start off the podcast is kind of do a quick about yourself and how we met I think this one is going to be very fun for the viewers because it's different. It's a, it's a, it's a new approach. So feel yeah. free to take it away, ma'am. Sure. Um, so I am from San Antonio. I am in school right now. I want to be a dentist. So I have a long road ahead of me. <laughs> um, I am a huge karaoke enthusiast, which is how this girl and I met. <laughs> I love it. It's the best. I was like, you sounded such like Fergie and Jesus. <laughs> I say that all the time. I was like, time stood still. Who's singing? What? I felt like I was hovering above myself, watching myself sing. (laughs) Dude. Okay. So it's so funny because you met Chef and I, and of course I, I, of course you saw, like I, I went up and sang too. Now I have not sang since COVID started like out loud in a crowd. And it is one of my favorite things to do. So when I got on that stage thinking that I could do the songs that came so natural over a year ago, holy shit, I sounded horrible. (laughs) I could hear myself and I was just like, yeah, no. (laughs) You know what? I didn't think you sounded bad. Actually, especially when you sang Fancy, I was very impressed. I was like, singing because I really because I know most of the voices there because I, I go there quite a bit so I'm very familiar with the voices and the people that sing and that was a song that no one has ever sang at least while I've been there and then Uh-oh. it was sung so beautifully so I was just like wait who is this I like this <laughs> bless your heart making me feel all special and shit over here <laughs> as you should as you should let me just fix your crown there you go Thanks, queen. Thank you. <laughs> kind of had it tilted for a second. Yeah, yeah. We got, we got it. We got it. <laughs> well, you know, I am so glad that I was able to kind of meet you in that setting because it opens that door for viewers to know, like, I met you out of the blue. We even, I think, shared the stall for a second, you know, because because <laughs> you know, first world issues, and. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like the thing that makes me laugh about it all is that is just how easily I love to talk to people. Like I, I just wanted to just go out and just have a date night with chef and it turned into like me talking to everybody Like he was looking for me at the end of the night. <laughs> but that's like, good. It's good to meet new people and, and converse. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it because look, it, it, it gives, you know, going back to it, it gives that it gives that kind of example, like 
you could be on the show at any time. Like if, if we vibe, if there's something, you know, that you want to definitely talk about, which you gave a really good topic that I had never even thought about until you had mentioned it, which is, you know, which is, which I guess, which is a good transition. We're going to talk about daddy issues, ma'am, because yeah. I know, I know you got something to say here. Not a lot to say. It's just so, it's such a taboo topic. Like, you know, I uh, love it. Yeah. Like I was saying, I mean, you think daddy issues and a lot of people automatically assume, you know, like I said, woman in her twenties wanting to date older men uh, for money because they resemble their father, just things like that, that could have just such a negative notion to it. And they don't really see the psychological part of it where it's just that inconsistency with a parent, whether it be dad or it could even be mom. And it Mm -hmm. kind of puts a strain in the mentality you have when you're in a relationship. And I think from, you know, personal experience, I've seen uh, where someone needs to just kind of feel validated and just have that constant, you know, I love you, I'm not going anywhere, Mm -hmm. because they have that abandonment from their parent, you know, that absentee parent. And it, it, it's just not talked about. It's not talked about. No, it really isn't. And you know, it's funny because if you were to take a look into my past, yeah, one would kind of, I guess, says that I had daddy issues. I too dated older men. There's nothing wrong with it. It's, there's no negative standpoint for it. You know, I guess to me, I am one of those, I don't know about you, but I'm one of those that if we get along at the end of the day and we have a good chemistry and, you know, and I know it's silly, it sounds silly, of course, to say it with like date when dating an older person, but it's like, if we vibe, we vibe, you know? Yeah. And to me, I mean, I know it sounds so cliche, but to me that age is just a number. It really is just a number. Cause if you're willing to meet me on my level, the same way I can clearly meet you on yours, then there's nothing to work. Yeah, yeah, it's why not, you know? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and even at that, it could even have a positive connotation. Like it can kind of change somebody in a positive way as well. Like where you, you're seeking that stability and you're looking for somebody that's going to actually be better than the absentee parent. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're want, you see stability, you see goals, you see a future. And these are things that you lacked, you know, yeah. as a child, you know? So that's another way you can look at it as well. But even then I, so I guess going into my own personal testimony, I did have an, an absent father. He was in, he was out. Um, I, we kind of stopped talking when I was six and then I saw him again in my twenties, but we reconnected when I was 18. And so how old are you now for timeline purposes? How, how old are you? I'm 26. I'll be 27 in June. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, that, and now, so when I go into a relationship, I am constantly overthinking everything like that I put out too early. Is he going to just, is he done with it? Did I put out too late? And now he got bored, doesn't want to talk to me. You know, you, I don't give a fuck if I put out, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I'm, I don't either until afterwards after is what when they stop talking you think of every little thing that could have gone wrong because you think of 
everything that all the reasons why that parent school is gone, you know, girl, same. (laughs) No, I I've been in that. I've been in that boat where yes, there have been times where after I dated somebody I thought was important at the time. Oh, hell no, dude. I, I, I became that. I became a girl. And I know it sounds so fucking wrong to even say that. Cause you know, it's like, I hate to say it's like, I became a girl because to me, it's like, it's no, I didn't become a girl. I just had like really strong emotions about it. Yeah. Um, but I really did. Like I, as a woman had just very strong reservations and emotions to these people basically just, you know, saying peace out of nowhere. And it wasn't that, what am I trying to say? Like, it wasn't that I knew that, okay. It wasn't that it was anything that had to do with me. It was their personal choice, but me as a girl who is clearly invested and interested in this person or these people, people, assholes, (laughs) (laughs) um, you know, it's, it, it really did. It, it kind of fucked with my mind a little bit because I was like, what did I do? And at the end of the day, it's like, I really truly had to tell myself like, bitch, I didn't do shit. No, these people just had issues at that moment and they weren't able to be their best selves for this relationship. So thank you for doing me a solid. I had, you, you have to really kind of rethink about how rewire. you think about yeah. something. Yeah. Rewire it. Yeah, for sure. And sometimes I feel like women get just like kind of what you said, you know, women get that title. Bad rep. Of being, oh yeah. Bad rep. There you go. Of, of being over emotional, over analytical. No. And so maybe sometimes it's just a communication issue. Maybe it has nothing to do with my issues with my parent. Maybe I already rewired my brain and it has everything to do with the lack of communication or whatever that issue was with these people at this time. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's just, I agree. Um, I too, not that my dad was absent. My dad has always been there, but my dad just is natural by trade, a workaholic, a workaholic. Yeah. And, um, I think, you know, with my dad in total transparency, my dad is like, not sure how to approach me as his daughter. You know what I mean? Like not, not that our relationship is impacted or that it is strained. It's just because we're so alike and we're so stubborn and we're both prideful and we both have the same mentality and mindsets on multiple things. I think he would have anticipated that or expected it with like my older brother, but for the fact that he has it with his, his, one of his younger daughters, I feel like it just kind of scares him in a way. So I, it took me a minute to understand that, but I feel now looking back, that has always been our biggest issue is that when he tries to say, you know, my word is, I'm like, no, you're going to hear me out. Yeah. You know? And so I guess it's, it's hard to say, like, I didn't have the daddy issues of like the abandonment. I had it to where it's like, my dad didn't understand me. So I felt like it was a catch 22. It's like, you're there, but what you're going to do, you can't understand me. You don't, you yeah. have no idea how to talk to me. No, that's, and that's how I felt about things. Absolutely. And that's very much a thing too, that, that isn't really talked about either. You know, you can, 
we talk about people who don't have parents and you know i another example i had was my really good friend sorry i don't know if you're a motorcycle outside <laughs> i was like hey boo <laughs> I, know, I don't know what's going on out there um so my my really really good friend um kind of similar thing her dad is a workaholic and i've noticed that it she's kind of her and i have similar traits in in that sense just like what you said he he was in her life you know absolutely he's a great father um but he is also a workaholic um she even kind of she works with him and uh-huh. it, their relationship there is even so professional that she calls him by his first name um but i've noticed that their issues she they kind of have similar issues in a sense to what you were saying and but yet her and i in relationships have similar issues where we seek that validation we just need to know like you're not going anywhere we're okay you it's know the, it's the approval and the i approval, feel absolutely. i feel like that does happen from unfortunately it's it's being wired as a young child, like certain things. And, and I'm not trying to say like our parents did a crap job of raising us. No, you know, like at the end of the day, our parents kind of grew up in such a weird time that they probably didn't receive that compassion or empathy from their family, you know, like from their, from my, like, you know, grandma, grandpa and whatnot. So I have to think of it. And as I have heard stories growing up, I'm like, okay, well, yeah, you know, like grass wasn't always green. So I guess to me, it's like, as knowing how I was raised, it kind of helped to understand that later. Like, that's why y'all do things the way you do them. But I really do think though, it really did set me up as a child leading into an adult or to, to be misinterpreted on things though, unfortunately, right. um, I had to learn that. Um, but it was one of those lessons I didn't mind learning because as much as it was probably embarrassing, uncomfortable in the, in the instances or whatnot, I'm trying to be kind of vague, <laughs> um, you know, I'm trying to think, I guess example, you know, like really just even being an adult, like even just kind of the skills for living as an response, as a responsible adult, like I didn't even feel like I kind of had that growing up. Like when I became an adult, I was like, I felt like I was just completely green, which helped me as, as an adult to kind of, you know, learn my, my place and life or whatnot, but it's, it was those things that I wish I would have learned growing, like knowing now, like kind of looking back in a way, you know, and I guess it's like, that's now that I'm a parent. Like, those are the things that I know that I'm going to change. So that way it's not that same, I guess to us, I guess, you know, trying to loop it all back because of how we were raised because of, you know, the way our parents were raised, it did set us up for like that constant feel of approval and always having to wonder like, well, what really is going on? You know, what's in your head? I constantly badger chef because I am such a worry wart and like my mind is constantly running that I'm like, well, what's going on? Like what's wrong? And it's just because he's quiet. Naturally he's a very quiet person. And 
he's like, nothing. And I'm like, I really just wish you would tell me. And to him, it's like, I'm really, there's nothing wrong. But to me, it's like, I just need to know. I need you to say like, nothing is wrong. Nothing is wrong. We're okay. I'm okay. (laughs) Yes. You know, like, but it's that, it's that approval. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, tying in what you said about, you know, our parents didn't do a crap job. (laughs) So I'm, I'm with my mom. I'm one of two. So it's me and then my half sister. Yeah, I got four. Yeah, I got four. (laughs) My biological father, I'm the oldest of six. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, but with, you know, so my sister, she was raised with both parents. Okay. Um, But now I'm kind of seeing, just like you said, um, you know, grass isn't always greener. I'm seeing how even their issues kind of affect how she is in relationships and her friendships and how she reacts. You know, it's, there's always, it's that nature versus nurture, the way you're brought up kind of determines how it's going to be, you know? Um, one thing I definitely pride and give props to my mom for is just, you know, raising me and doing everything on her own. So like you said, with those life skills, she like really was like, nope, I can do it having you, you can do it. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it is, it was my, so my parents were divorced and my parents got divorced. I want to say it was like six. And yeah, I did. I lived with my mom, you know, cause like my dad traveled, but we were with him holidays, whatnot here and there. But yeah, like my mom really did do it on her own. I don't give her enough credit. I know like she likes to say I'm her, I'm her problem child. Cause you know, I just, <laughs> I just love to be such a firecracker, but she really did do a, a good job. Like there were things that I was set up for, but I also know like if my mom needed to teach me how to balance a checkbook or make us dinner, she's going to make us dinner. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah. at the end of the day, it's like, I'm not going to blame her that I didn't know these things, but it just would have been nice to know them. Definitely. Just those little, those little things like how to cook rice for me, for instance. <laughs> Bitch, I don't know how to make that at all. I'm just like, <laughs> that's why his name is chef. <laughs> Oh man, I think that's where I need to take your take your footnotes on. <laughs> I I said it really early in our relationship. I was like, I don't cook. And I learned really early in the relationship that he did. So I was off. <laughs> okay. All right, we're good. Come on. <laughs> Magnet. <laughs> Just got 10 more points. Keep going. All the cool points. <laughs> exactly. No. You know, we, we did, we did really good, but no, I'm, I'm not like, those are like, again, it's not that she didn't teach me how to cook. I just, I'm not a cooker. Like I know how to cook. I know how to do, I can make, I can make meals. I can do things. It's just, I don't like to cook. Yeah. Like if, I'm yeah. a cleaner though. I will, I will make my house be hella clean and fresh. Like, like nobody's business. I think I'm the workaholic. I got that trait. That's where I got from my mom and my grandma. <laughs> Is I will the bills. <laughs> no, see, same, same. I'm, I'm very, I'm a very independent person, and I guess that can also attribute. Like, I hate when people say it, but like because women are so self-sufficient nowadays, people tie it back to the daddy issue thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, sure. and you know, I I was thinking about it, so. 
there was a time when in my past that I had dated an older man and he actually, and I think this was one of the reasons that kind of made me a little bit more attracted to older men at the time was that they're willing to help, not necessarily help you. Don't, don't worry. It's not like sugar daddy, sugar baby shit, but like, if you are passionate about something, they are going to see that like they're, they see the, the passion, you know, like they, they see the, like what makes her the sparks, you know, and they catch the cues to me. And what made me kind of enjoy, you know, hanging out with that person at the time was that he gave me business information and business knowledge. And then eventually helped me start my first business. Like everything was mine. Like it was completely all mine, but he was like, here, this is what you're going to need. This is what you got to do. La, 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 la. And I mean, I followed the steps, listened, you know, did my research on things and I was very successful with it. I was like, but it, it's that it's, it's, I guess that attention, putting some, someone uh, allowing themselves to put that time and attention to you. Right. Making Absolutely. the effort making the effort. And and to me, it should always be reciprocated too. I've had, mm-hmm. I can't tell you, I mean, I've had a couple of guys that were really intimidated and completely turned off at the fact that I wanted to pay sometimes. And I don't see anything. I mean, I guess I can see in, in that old school mentality, you know, man always pays. But for me, I, I enjoy, I, I've always been the type to, to cater to my men in that way. You know, if I can pay for us, let me pay. You know, let me, since I can't cook, let me pay, you know, let me do, let me do this for you. Let me show you this type of appreciation. And it doesn't have to be every time, but I think it's nice every once in a while to show that, Hey, like, don't think that I expect this from you every time, because I don't, it's nice that you do this and it's great, but, and that, but that's something that also kind of gets tied back into the daddy issue thing as well. Cause you know, sometimes they, they just assume well, they're doing this because they're again they're desperate they just don't want to be left so they're going to pay and, and then that's not what it is at all it's more of a you know I'm trying to cater in this way because no this exactly has to do with the daddy issue this has to do with me us being equals and you know you're going to spoil me here I'm going to spoil you there do you think that there's more negative impact to daddy issues than more people care to see the positive? Absolutely. Yeah. Because I think more so, I mean, I can, I see where it gives these mentalities and it causes a lot of problems, but it can also cause positive change where Mm -hmm. you see this and saw how it was. So you're looking for the exact opposite. But sometimes if it's a validation issue, like for me, for instance, some, in some cases, if it's a validation or approval issue, then that can have a negative impact. So it can kind of go both to uh, both ways, honestly. I understand that. I guess to me, it's like, I, I really wish, you know, because so many people, I, I do personally see it with more of a negative standpoint, of course, yeah. Yeah. because people choose to in my opinion, berate women and say, just because they've experienced certain things, they chalk it up to a daddy issue, but it gives it such a bad light or negative context when 
I, I guess to me, it's like, I think of a daddy issue, like, oh, you have daddy issues, but what did you do to better yourself from those? You know, like, I guess the, there's, there's always a silver like lining damage, to it. it. It gives you like that damaged goods kind of label. Yes. Yes. You have daddy issues. Yeah. And to me, it's like, I guess I, I see it. I see maybe there's instances where somebody could hit rock bottom or have a, have a low moment, but use that at the end of the day to be your fuel to progress into something better. Absolutely. Yeah. I guess to me with, 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 with that negative stigma, it's just judgment. Yeah. It is, it is. And, you know, with society, it has a tendency sometimes to do that to women, even though without any type of insight onto how it really is or what's going on within that individual and what they've been through, they don't see that. They just see that, like I said, that label slapped right on their foreheads. If there's any type of mental issue there, whether it be from you know, where, wherever it stems from, it kind of just get that label there. So not even with, of course, just old dating older gentlemen, have you ever experienced where it was talked about with different people you might've dated within your own age range? Yeah. What it was. So it was brought up a lot. Yeah. So, uh, this one guy dated, um, I won't say his name, but uh, this one guy I dated, he was very narcissistic gotcha. and very just full of himself. And for some reason, we just, we did have a lot in common. We hit it off. It was, it was great until it wasn't. And he really did a good job at making me feel as if I was just so attached to him and it had to do with my daddy issues. And I was just so like I was clingy and literally all I did was message him and say hey are we still cool are we still talking and he just blew up on me and was like crazy bitch blah 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 blah. all these things saying everything I just said to you and I was just like where why why what does this have to do with anything you're the, you just haven't communicated with me I just want to know if we're still talking or not what does that have to do with my past I don't get that <laughs> It's, it's those moments where it's just like, it does stem off into like a toxic mentality yeah. in a way because people, and I, and I do, and I feel like it's kind of like an immaturity, mm-hmm. you know, like you are un you're, you're uneducated about, you know, how to deal with people's emotions and whatnot that you you're you gaslight I guess and gaslighting it to me would be like the best way to explain it um but I guess I I've been in relationships where they hear of course like I'm not really close to my dad and now I am it took time into my adult life to to build that bond with my my dad but you know there were times when I was just growing up like boys that I don't even remember their names now because they don't make a difference in my life you know would try and would try and just give you those like little jabs and I'm just like like where is this coming from like 
you know, and then they're, that's where they're like, oh, because you grew up with a single mother and this, and I'm like, I pitch my dad's still there. Like, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, I guess to me, it's like, I hate the assumption that people always think like, like, again, you, people think you are damaged goods, damaged goods. Yeah. And it's just not the case. And thankfully, thankfully, I was very, I'm very fortunate that I was strong enough to not internalize everything that he said to me and bring that into all of my future relationships and, or, and with the guys that I dated after that, that was just complete bullshit to me. <laughs> like that did not need to happen. He did not have to be that ugly about it, but that's what, it's just like what you said earlier, um, where you have to look at it like there's nothing wrong with me. It has everything to do with what's wrong with them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When within relationships that I was in, it helped me to understand as I was getting older that because I'm honest about, you know, my things I've gone through or experiences I've had, like, because I'm honest about that in relationships, like people didn't try and like use it against you. And to me, it's like, when I'm telling somebody something like, you're not, you're not holding power over me. Like you're not going to make me feel inferior because I, 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 you caught me sharing a moment of my weakness to you. And I, it made me, it would make me laugh sometimes because I'm, I would say like a non, like I'm a very like non-confrontational person. So when I would be in relationships and, you know, they, they want to argue and kind of just start like digging deep. I'm like, it takes a lot to get me upset. So it was at the end of the day, it's like, I'm more so learning because you're not getting a rise out of me. I'm learning more about you. You Absolutely. Like that's what it says about you as a person. Yes. And you know, the thing that helped me and I, I say it with my daddy issues was that I was able to learn other people, which then helped me to, I guess, in turn, heal myself because I can't really say that. I mean, I've also been in the same relationship now for three years and we're going to get married and all that, but <laughs> <laughs> right. So, you know, I guess like, I guess to me, it's like, you, you can grow from it. Like you can I, I, I can say now that, yeah, you know, I had issues, but it doesn't mean I still have them. I feel like you are able to overcome them. Like they don't always, they're not going to always stick. You know, I, I feel like they're going to roll off. Like I have credit every seven years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need my credit to do that. Oh, you had a daddy issue seven years ago. Don't worry about it anymore. It's gone, girl. It's gone. It's gone. You're good. You're going to be set for life and every relationship that you're going to be in. Yeah, who kind of your Tata is? Like, you're good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm boyfriend now. <laughs> did you forget about it? So did we. <laughs> Forgot password. Redo. I need that. I need that. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 interesting though. I'm glad you asked that question though about whether I see it more in a negative or a positive light. I think it definitely. You're. You, I think you're right. It, it is more in a negative. I think you're absolutely correct. When yeah, you know touching back on that question, you changed my mind a little bit. I think you're absolutely right. It, it's definitely seen more negatively than positively. Exactly. And the only reason I say that is because it, 
I now feel I am on the other side of it. So to me, it's kind of like, again, I had these issues. I don't have them anymore, but I'm always willing to help those who may be going through it. You know, like it's, it's a learning phase. You, you get past it. And I guess it brings me to a good point, but like it, it brings you to self-healing, you know, and doing what's better for yourself internally, externally, you know, it's just, it's that rewire. Yeah. Rewiring your brain into saying, you know, it's, well, also, I mean, sometimes it might be you too, you know, you kind of have to take a step back and say, is this, am I feeling this because of what I've been through? Or am I feeling this because this is a real thing and I should be upset about this, you know, Mm -hmm. it gives you that interpersonal thinking that you need. (laughs) It really does. You know, I, I guess the one thing that I really do enjoy with chef is that we are able to talk about so much that he understands, like, if there's something that's bothering me, he's gonna, he's gonna want to know. He's gonna ask me, Hey, what's going on? Hey, what's this? Or, you know, it's, but it's, it's giving that effort in to trying to understand somebody. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. What would you hope to take to future friendships, relationships from what you know now, like what you experienced then to what you know now? Yeah, I think um, being less critical on myself, you know, stop looking at is at everything as what did you do wrong? Think about everything you did right and think about just maybe communicating to that person, hey, I did all these things, right? (laughs) So what's the deal? (laughs) Um, But yeah, just communication and just, again, just not being so critical of myself and everything that I do. What did you do within your own self-healing process? Well, therapy, really. Therapy really helped. Um, I'm very open about my mental issues. So I also have bipolar disorder. I have this uh, bipolar two. So I don't really get hits of mania where I'm like hyper it's more just depression very bad depression spells Mm -hmm. that I get um so I'm I try to really learn to manage that part before entering this positive thinking process so once I kind of managed my uh, mental disorder I was able to go to therapy, talk these things out, figure out what triggers me and how to approach them. Um, So like I've mentioned that I love singing karaoke and just singing in general. Um, I also play guitar and I play ukulele. So these things just really helped cure me pretty much and tell myself, hey, you're awesome. You're gonna be awesome. And if people don't like you, then they don't have to, they can go away. (laughs) I feel like we just became best friends. Oh my God. (laughs) You play the ukulele. I, I want to learn so Not well, much. but I do. <laughs> I want to learn it. I, so, yeah. okay. As you can tell, I love to sing. I would love to learn to play the guitar, but my one that I do want to learn, because of course I have my three-year-old bad girl jewelry and uh, you got my Riri reference, but she's bad girl jewelry. I'm, I'm going to have to follow up with that. <laughs> So, um, Rihanna's like hashtag and like, or not her hashtag, but like her handle for like social media. It's like bad girl, Riri. Riri. 
well, because my daughter, you know, is uh, such a badass, like Rihanna, like our queen, Hale. Uh, uh, she's bad girl, Jewelry. Got it, got it, got it, got it. That's funny, because I actually have my really good friend, Rihanna. She's in my phone as bad girl, Bri Bri. So now I get, <laughs> now I know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh yeah, see, you understand. At first I thought it was a song. I was like, wait, but you're talking about her Instagram. Yes, yes, yes. No, I get it now. I feel, I feel like I lost some cool points. <laughs> you didn't lose cool points because you have a friend who you basically use the same reference for. Yes, so yes, it's, it's kind of nice. I'm like, I'm, I'm learning more about our friendship and it's only going to get better. <laughs> oh girl, it's blossoming. It's blossoming. <laughs> yes, it is. Blossoms, blossoms. No. And you know, I, I, I like asking so many questions because I want the viewers to kind of understand, like we all experience this, like it isn't just something that one person goes through by themselves. For sure. For sure. Nobody's alone in any situation. There's always going through it. And you know, if, if they can handle it, you can handle it, you know, find a way that works for you. It's, it's true. You know, I, I guess to me, it's like, if I, if I were to be able to kind of say something after being able to say, you know, that I got better from mine, from, I was able to excel within the issues I had pertaining to daddy issues. Um, I, I would just tell people, I'm like, don't let it get the best of you. You know, like things get better. Yeah, they do. They do. And, and recognize yourself and, and your self-worth, you know, you're not your issues. You're not your mental illness. You're not your past. You are you. And what you do with you is your business and how you go about these things, you know, just go about it the right way. Don't fall into these bad habits, trying to fix something, you know, you're know your worth. So I feel that you have more confidence to you than I've seen with most women. I find that so nice and refreshing. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's actually, I take that as a big compliment because my self-esteem is something I've worked on for years trying to hone. So that's a big compliment to me. I really appreciate that. (laughs) Yes. I, I feel like, you know, once you understand yourself as a person and where you've been and where you're at, it helps you to kind of balance yourself to, to better your self-esteem, to better your confidence, to better, to better yourself in general. There were, there were moments I'm, I'm still in my head about things all the time. Like I started a podcast and I get nervous going up and talking to people here and there. Would you have noticed that? Yeah. Right. Like I'm like, it's one of those things, but it's, it's fun. It's fun to know that you, you do something better, I guess, you know, like to know that you excelled from things. Definitely. You take your situation and make it a positive, positive uh, outcome. (laughs) It's, it's a, it's a good vibes only zone in a way. Exactly. Exactly. Good vibes only. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, you're going to be one of my shorter episodes, but I don't even mind it. Like I honestly enjoyed all of this with you and, and for those who are interested in wanting to come on and talk about, you know, what's going on, what's rambling in your mind, 
like this wonderful lady brought me daddy issues and I was like, let's fucking do it. <laughs> I feel like we set this all up like that. So perfect. It, it just, you know, it was meant to be. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to definitely have more talks. Do not worry. You're going to have to definitely uh, join the family now. Yeah. yeah and I'm, I'm already in, I'm already at the, uh, <laughs> yes, see, she, she didn't even become a sobrina she was just like oh, I'm, a tia. I'm, a tia. I'm gonna be the crazy drunk tia <laughs> I love that those are the best ones that's my yeah. best friend for sure I already told her <laughs> for those who are interested in wanting to come on to the ship my roommate says podcast you're more than welcome to reach out to me via email I am reachable at gabby g-a-b-b-y at shipmyroommatesense.com. We are now streaming on all live major service, uh, all major streaming services. So finally kind of got added to Pandora and iHeartRadio. They take forever, but they're so worth it. <laughs> and for those who are interested, our merch sale was super successful and we're going to be doing totally more designs. This is actually one of our shirts. I was super excited. Mm -hmm. Yes. And any queen cannot be, you know, she isn't complete without her, her, her royal wine glass. So those are going to be on our website, shipmyroommatesays.com. It was wonderful having you, Miss Diane, and I look forward to talking with you soon. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> yes, we will talk soon, hon. Y'all have a great day. Bye. Hey, if you enjoyed today's topic and guests, just stay tuned and subscribe.